What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode. Okay, we are live talking about Coinbase. Uh, give me a thumbs up, maybe if you can hear me in the chat. Um, we are uh, so you know I, I want to take this opportunity to talk about one of my favorite large cap technology companies. Um, you know, obviously I'm obsessed with Tesla, SpaceX, Bitcoin, Ethereum. Those are my largest investments. Um, but I also like to think about you know big cap technology stocks. I guess Tesla counts as that. But other companies that interest me, and I've just been thinking more and more about Coinbase. I can't get them off my mind. And just realizing that this is a company that I think is poised to to help bring crypto to the mainstream is led by an incredible founder, has an unbelievable business model, and represents a really strategic financial opportunity. So just to document, if you've been following me and my moves on the channel, um, I. I own like a tiny piece of Square stock. Like I have like this IRA, which I'm always getting major FOMO to put it in some like big cap tech stock I like. So it was like Spotify. Then I flipped it for Airbnb. Then I put it into Square because I thought, you know, whatever. Now I'm in, and so now I sold that and put it into Coinbase. Haven't touched my Tesla or crypto or anything else. Um, so just a tiny position in Coinbase, but I think it represents um, just a much bigger theory that I have that this is probably my favorite uh, stock right now besides Tesla um, is Coinbase because I think they have a huge, huge opportunity. I've been watching this company execute. Like fun fact, if you watch a throwback that I put in the link, um, we made a Moonshot Monday in 2017 that I thought PayPal should buy Coinbase for like $2 billion. Um, funny how that all worked out. That would have been an awesome move. But um, anyway, so... Today, I kind of want to break down Coinbase. We're going to go through their charts and just analyze the company from top to bottom. Um, so let's just kick it off and give it a start. Um, if you have any questions, definitely leave them in the chat. So here I got um, Coinbase's uh, just website here, just so we can check it out. Um, this is their investor relations website. I put a link below. Coinbase essentially is just an on-ramp to the cryptocurrency ecosystem. This is the way they've started. Really simply, they just literally let you buy and sell crypto. You you know go on with Coinbase. You connect your your Fiat Bank of America bank account. You can buy Coinbase stock, um, and they'll charge you a one percent fee. And this is what I love about Coinbase. Unlike Robinhood and companies which offer you free trading that is not really free, Coinbase is upfront, transparent with their pricing. Shows you they charge a fee for their service. Some people will complain it's too high, but I think it's fair and it makes sense. Um, and it has quickly become the most trusted brand in the cryptocurrency space, in my opinion, literally the next generation cryptocurrency bank. So we're talking about 68 million verified users, $462 billion traded a quarter, 180 billion assets on the platform, 100 plus countries. Um, they recently IPO'd and I thought uh, I'll pull up their hyper charts here. I also have the hyper charts link. And I thought it was this to me is a really interesting time because they IPO'd the stock popped dramatically. Um, I think it even went way higher than this the day it opened, but it was in the 300s, almost 400s. I thought it was extremely expensive, then sort of had this normalization period, um, and now is spiking back up. And so I literally bought some today. That's why I'm doing this live stream. Um, and what, what I thought was most surprising when Coinbase IPO'd is just how profitable this business is. If we take a look at their financials, um, you can see that here, here's their monthly uh, transacting users here. Absolutely incredible growth. 8.8 .8 million users transacting in Q2 alone. That's up from 6.1 million. Um, and up from you know 1.5 million a year ago to 8.8 million, just unbelievable growth we're seeing in the crypto space. But you do have to remember that this is very tied to the cryptocurrency ecosystem. If Bitcoin goes down and, and crypto starts crashing, Coinbase is going to have a bad quarter. So, so in many ways, I like to think of Coinbase as sort of a leverage bet um, on the entire cryptocurrency ecosystem. And you know, I used to be more like I used to own a ton of Bitcoin. I mean, I still own a ton of Bitcoin. It's like one of my largest positions. But I thought Bitcoin was worth 10 billion. You know, Coinbase is worth a couple billion. 
you know, it's like, well, why would you buy Coinbase when you can just buy Bitcoin? Well, now that equation is sort of flipped. Bitcoin is worth about $1.2 trillion. Coinbase today is trading about $73, $74 billion. So Coinbase is actually just like 1 20th the size of Bitcoin as a whole. And uh, the entire cryptocurrency ecosystem right now is worth $2.5 trillion. So I look at Coinbase as this levered bet in some ways on the cryptocurrency ecosystem. And I think a lot of these players, um, the, and I think, you know, I've been using this term called the fulcrum security. So we know that cryptocurrency is going to take off. We know that this is coming, you know, software is eating banking. The fiat system is crumbling. All of this $300 trillion of wealth is migrating into cryptocurrency. Now it's $2.5 trillion into crypto. I think this is going to continue. So where is the value there? You know, how do you capture this value as an investor? Is it just buying Bitcoin and Ethereum? Yes. But I think the applications and the softwares and the companies and services that build and make it easier to access these crypto assets will be tremendous investments. And that's why actually one of my biggest startup investments, um, I think behind like ETH, Bitcoin, Tesla, and SpaceX is actually a company called Rainbow. Huge shout out to Rainbow. I'm obsessed with Rainbow. And they built an Ethereum wallet. Um, which is an on-ramp to the Ethereum ecosystem. And so they're a really tiny player, but I look at what they're basically doing what Coinbase did, but for Ethereum. So I look at these companies like Coinbase and Rainbow Wallet and say, these are the companies that are going to own the user experience. You know, I love companies like Tesla and Apple that control the user experience. I think that is where all of the value is at the end of the day, because, you know, let's say you're trading on a certain platform. Well, the, the, all the power in a, in a financial platform like Coinbase or Rainbow is the ability to route and execute your trade. And that's going to happen starting with the user. So if, if Rainbow or, or Coinbase is using, you know, some third party to help you transact and get you the best Bitcoin price, and all of a sudden that third party starts not doing well, well, then Coinbase can switch. And so Coinbase controls the order flow. And I know the order flow word gets a bad rep because of uh, Robinhood, but controlling this this actually interaction with the user, I think is the highest value point and will in the crypto ecosystem. So I think if crypto goes mainstream, it's going to, we're at the point where you need this trusted brand to bring people in. And that's exactly what Coinbase has built. I think they built the most trusted brand in the crypto space. Now let's get into why this is so, just this is a little bit high level. Um, and I hold all my coins on Coinbase. This is actually another reason why it kills me that I sold my, first of all, like I have like five huge tech stocks that I love that aren't Tesla, but I'm just like too broke to own them all. And I have just other crazy stuff. I invest in, but I love, I like, I love Airbnb. I love Square. Um, I love Spotify. So I sold all those and now I own Coinbase, but I love all four of these companies, just that I love Coinbase more. And I think the economics of their underlying business model cannot be understated. And I put in the title of this video that I think this could be a trillion dollar company, a little bit clickbait, but you know, honestly I do. I think it's a, you know, 10 to 15 upside in the next five years or so, maybe less, um, depending on how they execute and this all unfolds, but huge upside. Um, in Coinbase, because let's look at the financials of this company. So here's the users, right? Now, Coinbase, look at their revenue explosion here. Just in the last quarter alone, they did $2.22 billion in revenue. So this is a company that for $77 billion is trading at 15 times trailing revenue. That's cheaper trailing revenue than Tesla. That's right. So Coinbase, which has this incredibly high margin business model. Uh, let me pull up Tesla real quick here. Um, and is actually growing faster than Tesla. Tesla actually has to build and sell cars, much lower margin, 20 times trailing sales. I mean, I love Tesla, obviously. But just to put in perspective, I think uh, the market is actually discounting Coinbase's financials saying this is just a one-time bump. So I think, um, ooh, and the regulatory stuff. Remind me about that later, but I will definitely talk about the regulatory risks of crypto. Um, but so 15 times revenue. I mean, and this is if that's on the past four quarters. So if we annualize 2.2 billion times four, we're always looking at 8.8, .8, you know, something billion, 9 billion in revenue for a $77 billion company. So that's like eight times sales. So I think the market is pricing in 
these sales to not continue, them to go down. Coinbase is guiding that. But in the long run, I think Coinbase has huge growth left and they're already exhibiting these signs that show them as one of the most profitable businesses on the entire market. If you look at Coinbase here, in the last two quarters alone, where we had this revenue spike, and yes, if Bitcoin crashes and we have a couple down years in crypto, their business model isn't gonna flourish in those quarters. But when we have a good quarter, when it rains, it pours. They have four billion on the balance sheet. They're an incredible financial position. They are extremely profitable. You know, on this 1.8 billion in revenue, they're gaining a billion dollars in profit. So almost 50% of every dollar in revenue that comes into Coinbase is going to the bottom line already. And they're already growing like crazy. They're already expanding their support team. So what I'm trying to say here is I look at these numbers, almost a, a 1 billion, that's times four, a $4 billion earnings run rate for a company that's at 77 billion. That's like 17 or 18 times earning for a company that I think is just getting started. Now I'm gonna take a sip of my coffee, but then I'm gonna tell you why the, the business model they're about, to, this is nothing compared to the business model they're about to launch. So the really interesting thing about Coinbase is right now they've just been a fiat on an off ramp. So what does that mean? Essentially, you can just, you know, use your money from Bank of America um, to buy all these cryptocurrencies and hold them. That's what I do to my Coinbase account. I love it. I've been a customer on Coinbase since like 2013. Like they're super safe. They're super reliable. Um, you log in, I, I pay a little money and I store my Bitcoin and Ethereum. That's a really, really simple business. And frankly, something that could be copied. Like could, could another company come in with a fiat on and off ramp for Coinbase? Yes. Do they have a bunch of other features? Like you can get a little bit, little bit of yield on your crypto. You can, you know, put it in cold storage. You can secure, yeah, like they'll do uh, custody of it for big customers. Like they have all this other stuff, but really it's just buying, selling crypto. But the next thing that Coinbase is about to launch, and this is what made me so impressed about Coinbase and actually made me so bullish on the company, is seeing them roll out the NFT marketplace. So we know the growth of NFTs. I think they did about, the NFT market was like about 10 billion in Q3 alone of NFT sales. And that was more than up 8X quarter over quarter. I mean, we've never seen something like this. Um, obviously I'm a big fan of what the non-fungible token revolution is doing to Ethereum. It's validated Ethereum in so many different ways, um, creating basically digital, you know, this digital blockchain and record keeping of art I think is the first real use case that we're seeing of the Ethereum blockchain in the real world. We've seen entrepreneurs like Gary Vee use it. You know, all these amazing musicians start to put out projects. Artists are getting paid, um, especially with things that are digitally native. And I just think we're scratching the surface of what NFTs are and how they're gonna be a foundational building block tool of eventually what we call the metaverse. Just, you know, we're spending more and more of our time and our brains online. And I just think that's gonna continue. And we put more and more emphasis into our online personas and the online worlds and just our online identities and online goods have so much value and the ability to trade, store, and track them is what NFTs really are. So they're a building block of our digital lives. And so I think NFTs are one of the biggest things to happen to crypto and are super exciting. And so now what Coinbase recently launched is basically they are coming out with their own NFT platform. This is gonna be a game changer because OpenSea, Oh my God, if you have not been following this company, OpenSea, so this is OpenSea is the main way you can buy and sell NFTs right now. I'm gonna show you all this. OpenSea, in just like the first month or something, in, in uh, what was this? In July, they did $3.4 billion in August, transacting more than 10 times in July, 3.4 billion in a month. And if you look at the chart of this, it's absolutely insane. So we're, um, how does Coinbase become a monopoly? Thanks for the super chat. Um, I don't think they need to become a monopoly, but I think they can become one of the leading banks and financial institutions for the new crypto era. Think of what a bank is to Bank of America today, but the crypto version of that. So. I think a lot of it's just brand and trust. And when you think about bringing more than the early adopters into crypto, so much of that is brand and trust. And I think that's what Coinbase has done. When you think about all of your money in, a, in an institution, you need to have huge trust in that institution. And 
I know what a lot, and I'll get to this now, I guess. I know what a lot of diehard crypto people say is Square is coming out with this way that you can hold the keys to your wallet. You basically take custody of your assets. So this is in crypto, like it's decentralized, right? Like you can own your assets. So a lot of people beef with Coinbase because they're like, well, it's not really, you know, following the ethos of crypto because you're letting Coinbase control it. But it's like, yeah, dude, I can't keep control of my password. I don't want to deal with that. I want to trust some company who specializes in that, that I trust. And I think a lot of people do. So I think there's a lot of, you know, People are so um, religious in the crypto ecosystem. I'm all it, Bitcoin. I'm all Ethereum. You know, you got to have your money in cold storage on a hardware wallet. No, you got to use Coinbase. It's like, I think all of these are awesome solutions just depending on what's best for you. And so I think Coinbase is the biggest slice of the it's best for you pie because it's just easy. It's just a brand you trust. You just click. The website's dope. They store your Bitcoin. Everyone else uses it. Um, it's just like, I don't know. I just think that, that carries certain weight. And they've done an incredible job maintaining that lead despite a lot of innovation in the space. So I'm getting sidetracked, but the point is they're about to launch NFTs. So OpenSea has immediately become a company that's worth probably 10, 20 billion dollars on the back of this incredible NFT boom. And they essentially are a platform that lets you buy and sell and trade NFTs. Should I go on OpenSea right now and show y'all what's up? Probably. So this is OpenSea, right? So this is OpenSea. Um, we can see, you know, any NFT project we want. Like we can go to V Friends by Gary V. Um, I'm a big fan of this one. I have one of the V friends. So you, it's basically like a trading marketplace for anything that gets built on the Ethereum blockchain. And so this is exactly what Coinbase is about to build. And this product OpenSea has rapidly become, I mean, if you look at the way this works, it's incredible. So you can click on volume traded. We can see what's happening with these NFTs. You can see all the data. It's right here on the blockchain. We can see the transactions. Like just the way this works and the flow of this has made trading NFTs incredible. And this is what I say when the value is in the applications that control the user experience experience, OpenSea, Ethereum will be nothing without the OpenSeas of the world because these are the ways that are that we layer on accessibility to the blockchain. And so Coinbase, what did they just announce? That they are coming out with their own OpenSea competitor. This was October 12th, I think, just a few days ago. In just a few days, OpenSea only has 500,000 users. Coinbase has gotten over 1.5 million signups to hit the waitlist on this NFT product. I mean, this is going to be absolutely a game changer. Look at this. They're building exactly what I just showed you for OpenSea, but they're building it better. It's going to be sexier. It's going to be more trusted. And it's going to unlock those 68 million users on Coinbase are now all of a sudden going to be using NFTs. There's only two to 500,000 users on OpenSea. So this product alone could be huge. I'm holding on to all my NFTs right now because I think Coinbase is about to unlock a tidal wave of users on NFTs. And so I think OpenSea charges like 2.5% on a transaction of 3.5 billion transactions. I mean, you can do the math. This could be hundreds of millions of revenues per month in extremely 100% profit margin, essentially, for Coinbase the second they launch this. And so I think that Coinbase launching NFTs is about to be the biggest change in their business model. This takes them from just being an on-ramp to fiat currency and off-ramp to actually allowing you to interact in the crypto universe. They're going beyond just being the simple crypto bank and letting you do more in the Ethereum metaverse. And so I think this is a huge uh, move outside the box for Coinbase that I wasn't necessarily expecting. I think it's, they saw OpenSea blow up. They saw how profitable it was. They saw how this was the future of a lot of exciting stuff happening in crypto. And they said, we need to play in this game. We're going to use our brand to do this. So it shows the leadership is identifying the right opportunities. It shows they're moving quickly. It shows they're executing on it. They are going to be bigger than OpenSea probably the day they launch because of their brand and because of how they're executing this. So to me, this move um, is making me super, super bullish on 
what Coinbase is doing um, just in general from a company perspective, because when you see them make a move like this, um, and, and do it so like like this is in their DNA. This is pace of innovation. This is what Elon says. It's all about pace of innovation. That's who's winning. And I am seeing incredible pace of innovation um, from Coinbase. Okay, so now now let's talk about um, is this social media 3.0? Yes. Like I think there's so much going on here. Um, Crypto's eating the world. I think we're so early. In, you know, I I love this comment that is this social media 3.0 because I'm starting to think like your profile of what NFTs you own is almost becoming a social media profile of you and your digital avatar. So that's why I think Coinbase, as much as I'm calling them a crypto bank, could be a lot more than them. It's like a digital, it's like your passport to the digital world. And so um, now I want to do, do want to get into the risk because let's talk about that. There's obviously a huge amount of competition in this space. Like um, everyone's trying to do this. Um, you know, it. I think pace of innovation is super important. There's a lot of companies that could copy Coinbase, but I think the brand will lead them there. I think there's not a winner-take-all scenario. I think there's going to be a lot of companies that become the future of crypto banks, um, like Public. I love Public. They just offered crypto trading, so now they're competing with Coinbase as well. So you can expect that to continue. So that's why it's on Coinbase to keep doing these new features to keep up. The other big thing pressuring the Coinbase and I guess overall crypto ecosystem, like somebody said, is regulation. And so this is actually something I'm not really afraid of. Like this to me has always been the bull case. Bitcoin and crypto is going to get so big that the government's going to have to try and stop it or regulate it. And that's going to be the biggest threat to them. So yes, that's a big existential threat for Bitcoin. This is just the growing pains to me. I mean, millions and millions of Americans own crypto assets. That's only growing by the day. I don't think they're going to shut this down. Um, I think it's just a sign of how big it is. The fact that governments are taking this seriously, they're having to regulate it. I mean, there's already becoming Bitcoin ETFs that are getting approved. I mean, this is just the start. To me, Bitcoin has already been institutionalized. Coinbase is already IPO'd. You know, it's, they're already getting past these big hurdling blocks. And so I see it as inevitable that crypto will continue to find its way in the regulatory system and be legal. Yes, it'll be taxed. You're going to have to pay taxes on your crypto, just like everything else. Like, that shouldn't be a surprise. But um, I, I honestly, I don't know. I don't see many risks here. My biggest risk for crypto and Coinbase is like, I'm not a coder or software engineer and like the Bitcoin code breaks or the Ethereum code breaks. Like, I haven't read it. You know what I mean? And I just don't know. Maybe it'll break and then everything will crumble. Like, that, that honestly is what I think could be a risk. But um, will I stake my ETH on Coinbase? No. Um, just because I like to move around my Ethereum, so I'm not going to do that. Um, if you want to open this up, I'll open this up for questions right now. Um, please, please let me know uh, if you have any questions. Um, but overall, I mean, I've just been extremely impressed um, by what I'm seeing with Bitcoin, uh, especially because when you think about just, just, you know, and I'm talking about Coinbase and Bitcoin a little bit interchangeably here, because if Bitcoin wins, if crypto wins, Coinbase to me is going to be a winner. And so I look at it as a leverage bet on the crypto ecosystem. Bitcoin goes to 10 trill. I think, you know, Coinbase can go to a trillion. So that's a 15x move for Coinbase. That's an 8x move for Bitcoin. I think you're getting a little leverage here. I think, uh, you know, Coinbase is almost, a, yes, it could be levered and go up more than Bitcoin, but it's also in some ways a little bit safer because you also have Ethereum. You also have every other cryptocurrency. Like it's almost like buying an index fund for cryptocurrencies because now they have an NFT marketplace. They have a way to trade Doge. They have a way to do everything. So I keep my Doge, my ETH and my Bitcoin um, on Coinbase and soon I might be keeping my NFT on Coinbase. And so I think, and if we go back to the financials, I mean, this is their uh, SEC filing here, but you can see they did 2.2 billion in revenue in, up from 186 million year over year growth. This is like, look at these numbers. I don't know. 
I think these numbers are incredible. Um, and if you look at operating income, they are 874 million up from 42 million. That's on 2.2 billion in revenue. And this is before NFTs. Yes, this isn't a crypto bull market, but this is before NFTs. So if NFTs hit, I mean, I think Coinbase, um, oh, and this is actually, uh, I, before I go, I wanted to show you all this. So Square, worth $107 billion. I did sell my Square to buy this Coinbase stock. So I'm a little bit bummed, but I didn't have, any, I, it's not like, I love Square still, but I just love Coinbase more. But look at this compare mode chart. This is just to fathom the growth of Coinbase relative to Square. So this is gross profit on a quarterly basis, hypercharts.com slash compare feature. I love this. But look at this. We are seeing Coinbase has gone from just a, a pipsqueak, not mattering anything on the financials of Square to now doubling Square and gross profit per quarter overnight. So Coinbase is still worth 77 billion, Square's worth 105 billion, but Coinbase is doing double the amount of gross profit per quarter, and I'd argue much more explosive gross potential. So to me, the financials here um, are, are really proving this out, and I just think it comes down to Coinbase has validated that they are ultra profitable, probably undervalued as just an on-ramp off-ramp to cryptocurrency. And then you start to layer in, wait, they're going to have a pace of innovation. They're not done there. They're launching NFTs. They're launching OpenSea, which I think could could, could be a, a billion, a quarter of business. You know, at 500 million operating income, they just launched that business. Wall Street is sleeping. They don't get it. And so I, I see a company that's doing a billion a quarter in profit that just announced a way to do another 500 million in quarter of profit potentially. And now we're looking at, you know, an eight to, you know, a 12 PE ratio on a crypto bank of the future that can keep coming out with products that can just grow as crypto grows. And so I don't know. I love this bet. Um, I've been thinking more and more crypto is eating the world. I mean, El Salvador is taking Bitcoin as legal tender for their currency. Um, uh, Jack Dorsey, as much, you know, I've been, I'm like ironic that I sold Square to buy, and now I'm talking about, but he's one of the biggest catalysts for cryptocurrency. He's putting it in Twitter, tipping in Twitter. He owns Square and Cash App, two of the biggest payment companies. I mean, to me, uh, Tesla's got Bitcoin on their balance sheet. It's only a matter of time before other big tech continues to do that. They've been a little bit too slow. But to me, the Bitcoin, um, you know, when I look at the fundamentals of Bitcoin as a cryptocurrency, it's never been stronger. It's never been more inevitable. Um, it's never been more institutionalized. And so now I'm saying, okay, what are the sort of derivative effects of that? What are the different ways to play this? And I think if you're in the equity markets, um, you know, why would you buy a Bitcoin ETF when you can buy something like Coinbase? I don't know. I think Coinbase is a better play. And so, yeah, I wanted to um, just make this video to open source my, my, uh, my investing journey here and just say I haven't been... You know, I don't get hyped on stocks that often. I'm super picky. Um, I didn't like Coinbase because I didn't see the valuation was there. I wasn't convinced that they had a really great business model, but I've seen the financials. The stock prices come down. They're launching NFTs. I think this is just an incredible time. And last thing I'll mention is Brian Armstrong, the CEO of the company. Um, I think he is an incredible leader and CEO. And I think leadership is the most important thing when you analyze a company. He's been getting on Twitter. He's been talking about the SEC. He's been pushing for the regulation. Um, he's just becoming a thought leader in the space. He's super young. I just think he's one of these like outlier founders that are super rare. There's only a couple dozen of in the world that winners keep winning. This guy has come against every single odd to build Coinbase into the most trusted brand in the space, has been crushing it. And I think he will continue to do so. He will continue to lead the charge of putting crypto on the mainstream. He will continue leading and building Coinbase into this crypto bank that dominates everything and becomes worth hundreds of billions and eventually a trillion dollars. And so I can't wait to see how this crypto, this OpenSea uh, competitor for Coinbase goes. I mean, this is really, really exciting stuff. Um, and if you're in the crypto space in general, this is amazing news. Like, talk to anybody who's trying to hire coders right now. All they're going to complain about is that every good coder they know is working in crypto.
Like this is, you know, it, the, I, I just can't express enough. And I know I get some hate on the channel because it's like, okay, crypto is not doing good for the world. Like, Gally, what happened to Tesla? They're going to save the planet. Now you're just making money in crypto. Like that's whack. Um, so yes, crypto pollutes a lot. It's extremely energy intensive, but I do think there's so much good equity um, in a, a, tr a truly like fair financial system for the world. I don't think the dollar is it. I think we're literally using paper. Like we have the internet, we have computers, and we literally have this paper fiat currency. They're gonna mint a trillion dollar coin. I mean, this is the dumbest thing ever. Who is buying a trillion dollar coin from this government that's insanely in debt, that just prints more money, that's backed by nothing? Like, I just think it's insane. And I think a lot of the reason why people work so hard, they don't have free time, they can't explore their creativity is because they're tied to this fiat system that's constantly diluting their wealth, diluting their purchasing power. It's like a slow sort of drain of economic energy and freedom on all of us that we don't see that's invisible. And I think cryptocurrency has the potential to change that um, into, into a system where okay, you don't know what to do with your money. You don't need to be a financial expert. You don't need to work your nine to five job and then figure out how to invest all your money and to just survive and live a normal life. No, you can work and then you can put your money into cryptocurrency and assets like Bitcoin that appreciate that you don't need to worry about where your purchasing power isn't getting diluted. It's actually growing. And so I think there's we're just scratch and companies like Coinbase are making it easier and making it more fair to access this new financial system. And so I think what's happening in this crypto world is extremely powerful. We're changing, you know, centuries-long institutions of banks, central banks, the way that money works. That's all changing. It's all moving online. Um, it's a $2.5 trillion crypto ecosystem now versus a $300 trillion fiat system, and they're colliding, and we're so early in this massive wealth transition. And I think companies like Coinbase are building the future of it, and it's going to be a much better world when it's all said and done, net-net. And I really strongly believe that. Um, and I just, I don't know, part of me from the financial nerd point of view just thinks this is so exciting. Like if you're actually a finance nerd, like how can you not be obsessed with Bitcoin? How can you not think this is the most fascinating experiment ever of the dollar, which when I went to school, like literally Bitcoin is a joke. You know what I mean? Like it was literally a joke. I was laughed at for buying Bitcoin. And now look at what's happening. It's, you know, and I remember it's an international finance class. And I'm like, we're saying Bitcoin's a joke, and yet you're making me take eight quizzes about how to do foreign exchange rates from the euro to the dollar to the Swiss franc. It's like, this is so dumb. Like, we should just be having one global currency that's based on the internet, that trades everything, that like, you know, isn't controlled by one government. And so Bitcoin in some ways seems so simple, but it just, uh, I don't know. I, this is such a fascinating moment in economics and history. And as someone who's been, you know, a fan of Bitcoin since, you know, 2013, 2014, seen it since a couple hundred bucks, to see how far it's come, to see how much it's been legitimized, to me, I can't help but think it's it's anything but inevitable that it will at least go on to replace digital gold, be a 10 to $20 trillion asset inflation hedge piece of this new economy. We still have 10X there. And I think even in that sort of bearish scenario, medium scenario for Bitcoin, Coinbase becomes a huge company. So, this is hyper change at its finest right here. Is Coinbase disrupting what a bank is um, and, and bringing crypto to the masses? I love it. I'm long Coinbase. Um, all right, what, any questions? That, did I leave anything out here? Video on Rocket Lab. I do actually have a really good space interview coming up this week, so stay tuned for that. Also, subscribe if you haven't already. Um, huge shout out to our Patreons. You get the Patreon newsletter if you subscribe on Patreon. I don't do sponsored ads. I don't do sponsored videos because the show is independently supported by people on Patreon. So huge shout out to the people on Patreon and definitely uh, consider supporting um, if you like the channel. And also, love y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Let me know what you think in the comments below. Do you want to see more Coinbase videos? Um, yeah, let's keep scheming. All right, see y'all next time. Peace.